That's because I um I just get a little wild and it's time for a snack break. Caitlin, what's the most layers you think you've worn out climbing? Well. Feel free to explain as you count. I think while climbing, probably not too many. I tried, I just feel constricted if I have too many layers. What about, but what about like at the crag? What's the most layer? Like if you're sitting there between burns, how many layers? At the crag. I would say my perfected layer game is probably a good three on the bottom. <laughs> and so like long johns, pants, puffy pants. Correct. Got it. You got it. And then the top is like maybe four or five. Yeah. So that's that's where we're at. How many layers have you worn? I definitely have worn at least seven. Love it. I've <laughs> piled on the base layers. I feel like for sure since an eight, if you count me clinging to Mike for warmth and not letting him Correct. go. He is your eighth layer. Yeah. He's like, oh, we have to rock climb. And I'm like, I'm actually going to freeze to death if you walk away. So, so, so please, sucks. Please don't. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, that does bring us to our topic today. Yes. In our snack break. Absolutely. So I'm really excited because this episode, you guys did the work for us. Thank you. Thank you. We (laughs) love it when that happens. So for this episode, we actually reached out to all of you and asked you what your cold weather tips and tricks are. Also, if you haven't yet listened to our full length episode on cold weather climbing and training, go reverse yourself back to the last full length episode (laughs) go back there and listen to that because this it is a precursor to earning access to these tips and tricks that you're about to hear and before we get into that why don't we introduce ourselves hi you're listening to a snack break on the average climber podcast i'm lauren i'm a certified personal trainer and climbing coach i'm here with my lovely co-host i am caitlin and i am a certified nutrition specialist Rock on. Well, before we get to the good stuff, we are going to do our testimonial of the week. (laughs) (laughs) Blue's clues. All right, Caitlin, (laughs) let her rip. (laughs) This week is actually one of Lauren's athletes, Scott. And Scott says, I was initially nervous to work with a climbing coach because I wasn't sure if I was good enough to need one. It felt as though coaching was only for professional climbers, not a weekend warrior like me. Lauren quickly proved me wrong. In addition to being an excellent trainer, Lauren excels at being a supportive coach. What I appreciate most is Lauren's endless positivity. I have never been this motivated to work this hard. Fuck yeah, Scott. So nice. Scott was one of the first athletes I ever worked with. We worked together. Yeah, no, I was really. Yeah, I wow. was like, I am a good coach. So well, yeah, if, Scott. <laughs> if Lauren uh, got this kind of review when she first started, imagine y'all what she's like. Yeah, oh. imagine me over 100 athletes later. I'm still positive. <laughs> Damn it. So. She hasn't been worn down yet. <laughs> I haven't been worn down. The system hasn't ground me down yet. No, I'm still positive because I work with awesome people and it's great. So 
that rules. Cool. All right. Well, let's get into it. So we kind of got like, I, I divided all your tips. We received a lot of tips yes. um, into <laughs> three general categories. So we have general tips just for being cold. Generally, we've got some tips that are more geared to outdoor climbing. And then we've got some cold weather training tips. And then last, we have some of our favorite tips. They're kind of the honorary mention tips. And I also <laughs> am going to shout out some great tips that my coach, Blake, gave us so you'll be you'll be hearing from him as well uh so it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun little episode let's let's dig in caitlin do you want to kick us off with the first one yeah i definitely can and this is kind of going back to the first question you asked me yeah the first tip layers so iris mentions actually a really cool tip that i've never done before which is to wear thin wool socks inside your climbing shoes that's such a good idea i usually don't rip out my like nice super thin wool ski socks Mm -hmm. that i have because i have the thinnest socks for skiing but i would recommend i'm gonna give it a shot and i would recommend you grab yourself some thin wool socks too because it might be pretty nice on those days where your feet are numbing out so yeah and it's okay if you look like a nerd because warmth is not nerdy it's pretty cool pretty cool (laughs) indeed also if you're wearing long enough pants no one's gonna see your socks anyway exactly yeah we're not getting a a climbing fashion faux pas here we're getting warmth and we like that big big facts cool well thanks Um, many many of you mentioned the importance of layering so i think we are all clear on that um also a lot of you mentioned buddy heaters And we, Caitlin, Caitlin brought this up that she thinks that the reason they're called buddy heaters is because if you have one, you're going to make a lot of friends at the crack. You're going to be a buddy. You're going to have a lot of buddies being like, can I steal some warmth? (laughs) Also, before we, even before you asked this question, I'm pretty sure we jokingly said, oh, want to put a bet on how many people are going to say buddy heaters? (laughs) Yeah, we did. I was like, everyone's going to be like buddy heaters. So (laughs) wow. Yeah. Well, turns out, turns out every, you guys guys are all woke to buddy heaters. I also (laughs) y'alls are buddies all y'alls are buddies i also will shout out maya one of caitlin's um athletes and a a gal i ran into in the red and maya and her partner were uh definitely chilling with a buddy heater out at a sport crag and usually it seems like a boulder thing seems like boulders are the ones with the more accoutrement on the like uh, temperature control devices so it was it was nice to see a sport climber (laughs) trying to using the beta yeah it was it it was pretty good all right bringing us to our final general tip yes alan george uses (laughs) self-deception so (laughs) love this one because i love the creativity love where your head's at they said i tell myself Nothing is cold. It just is what it is. Matter of fact. Love wow. it. Wow. Love it. That's a great a great tip. <laughs> yep. Love it. Trick Perfect. the brain. All right. Yeah. Just pretend that cold is merely a sensation uh, product of your imagination. And all of a sudden, what even is cold? I don't, Caitlin, oh, we talked about this, but I don't know. I don't know if you've ever gotten this cold where you're like so cold, you're considering what feeling even is. You get to like existential crisis cold where you're like, is this all a simulation anyway? Is well, this just the machine? Wait, Am I in a computer? <laughs> is this the matrix? And then you're like, I should probably get inside because my, my brain is losing energy. Any, yeah, my brain's fast. not doing anything good well, right now. One time when we when we were in Joe's Valley together, I think that's the coldest I've ever been. Really? It was. I mean, sleeping in the truck 
you guys were in a tent. I don't even know how you did that, but I was so cold. I had on every possible layer that I brought and I still, the whole night was frozen. I actually woke up really sore the next day just from like shivering all night. Oh my God. It was horrific. That's, that's bad. And that's why we get Airbnb. <laughs> this is why we are, we are bougie and I am occasionally base camp nutritionist now. Yes. So fancy, fancy girl. <laughs> okay. Let's move on to our outdoor category and I will, I will kick this off with another commonly highlighted suggestion but Aaron got to it first before all of you so I'm giving Aaron the credit so Aaron recommends a hand warmer in your chalk bag and Olga also adds that hand warmers in your shoes can be a big help too which is pretty smart quick tip if you are like my dad and you like to buy (laughs) a Costco amount of hand warmers he Mm. actually used to buy me a whole ass pack of Costco hand warmers for Christmas every year which is awesome, except I didn't realize that hand warmers expire, and that yeah. really, that really made my day suck a couple times. Yeah, <laughs> so, when you depend on it. Yeah, remember that hand warmers do expire, but they are useful. They can be helpful. Yep. Another thing I'll tack on to this that I've been trying out, I have these old ballet booties that mm. I used to wear over my point shoes yes. before big shows, and... I have started wearing those at the crag. Well, not just started. I wear those a lot at the crag. (laughs) But what I have done is I'll add a hand warmer in there because in between climbs or if, you know, I just like need to warm up a little bit, I can just get back and toasty and then shove my foot back into my freezing ass climbing shoe. (laughs) Or put the whole climbing shoe in there. Dealer's choice, but those are great. (laughs) Perfect, perfect. Well, I love I love the ballet booty beta. That's pretty ballet booty beta. Wow. Wow. That's fun to say. That's new tongue twister. That could be a really fun episode. Anyway, (laughs) uh so the next (laughs) the next uh tip, which is very similar, tacking on to our friend Alan George here. Uh JC notes that self talk is big. If you listen to our last episode about cold weather climbing you know that perception is is important perhaps a thing yeah and jc is one of my athletes and he actually i know how cold the garage he trained he trains (laughs) in some cold situations because a lot of times he ends up in the northeast during the winter and all he has is a moon board in a cold ass garage Oof, a moon board in a garage that's cold oh big and that's all you can warm up on too there's no no bonus jugs it's buck wild that jc has to do so shout out jc for putting in work for real dedicated Gold stars yeah we definitely had to talk about how to motivate for these cold ass <laughs> sessions because it sure ain't easy um so yeah self-talk love it in many areas including being cold as shit is very big <laughs> all right moving on to the next one these come from these next couple come from andy thorsell who is one of our breakthrough athletes and andy recommends putting your shoes inside your jacket he also notes that walking around between sets helps him stay warm, which I think is a really good tip. It's very easy, I would say, to want to uh, not walk around or you want to just like be done with your, you know, put your puffy pants back on and just like stay there. Misery. But moving, continuing to move around between your attempts and your burns on your climbs is a very good idea. Yeah. Um, What about, so instead of walking around in between boulders, what's the sport climbing edition? 
I still think you would probably, I mean, you might be belaying. So being mm. up and belaying is a good idea. Be layered up when you're belaying. But also yeah. if you can like walk around the crag or like take a hike or do some jumping jacks or something. Or gloves for y- sure. Yeah, for oh sure. Going to need gloves. My goodness. Um, but yeah, I think just Love doing it. some kind of movement is a good idea to keep the blood flowing and to help you stay motivated to keep moving because it's pretty easy to be like i'm over this goodbye good night yeah has another tip for us caitlin if you want to share that one yeah so andy also mentioned that bringing a backpacking stove or hot tea at the crag is key i could not agree more i think these are a great idea i feel like definitely hot tea in a thermos we talked about hot water on Mm -hmm. our last episode but if you're not already bringing like a, a jet boil or a little stove, you know, if that's possible for you, Do man, it. that's some great beta. I, yeah, I completely agree. Also, we, I just want to point out too that from a chemical engineer thermo perspective, <laughs> eating warm food makes more sense than cold food because you might as well get some bonus heat from your food versus having your food cool you down you don't want to cool down your core body temperature here no yeah eat warm food if you can not always not always possible but definitely a lot more appetizing when you're when you're facing facing the cold so sure all right i will i will bring us to our next one which is relevant so jacob recommends hot water in your water bottle so you stay hydrated yep yep big fan big facts we talked about this a lot in our last episode too but i think this is one of the best tips that yeah because i can't yeah i like like we kind of just said i can't motivate it's hard to be motivated to drink water when you're cold and i there's obviously reasons behind that that we discussed in our last episode um but i also think that hot water might just be a little bit more appealing than cold water when you're having a cold a cold day out. Sweet. Caitlin, you want to bring us to our next yes. one? Rach notes that they love their Zippo Butane hand warmers. Okay, what? Can you explain what that is? Because I do not. <laughs> I know you know what this is. Yes. So tell, tell everyone so what the hell it is. It's a little like tin almost. I believe it has like a little cover that comes with it. But it's a little tin that is a hand warmer you can refill. So do you, how, how big is this? Like, is it like, like you put it in a glove a, or it's like the size of a deck of cards. Um, oh. I think they come in different sizes, but okay. the one that I have is the size of a deck of cards, but my dad actually introduced this to me. And the first time he, like we were talking about how I hated the lack of reusability with hand warmers. Mm, I yeah. was like, Oh, they're so, you know, I feel like I'm just throwing stuff away. That's like kind of a bummer. And he was like, oh, I have a reusable one. And I was like, what? How? I don't understand. Is it like the pop one that you pop and it gets warm and then you boil it? And he said, oh, no, it's this thing. And he pulls it out and it looks like it's straight up from like the 1960s. And I'm like, "Uh, is that safe? And he's like, oh, yeah, they still sell them. And sure enough, he wasn't crazy. What? So do you does this like a little deck of cards that you like fit in a glove or like? Where so does it fit? What do you do with it? I tend to put it in my pocket because oh. then I can hold it against my core. That's nice. It's real warm. That's <laughs> delightful. Well, that's a fun one. I, I did not know about that. Yeah. That is great. The more you know. Sweet. <laughs> All right. 
Moving on to our next tip, uh, both Brandon and Brittany shared this, and they recommended heating your shoes up on the drive to the crag. So what you're going to want to do is <laughs> not leave your shoes in the car during the winter in general. This is your reminder. You might be, you know, like driving home from the gym right now. Bring your fucking bag in because otherwise you're going to yeah. drive back to the climbing gym and be like, oh, my God. My shoes are freezing. Well, same thing in the summer. I mean, oh, you I'm should get into this habit anyway. If you're not already doing it now, just bring bring your gym bring bag in. Bring your gym bag in. I'm talking to myself here because I've definitely <laughs> done this. Um, but if you do want to warm your shoes up on the way to the crag, go ahead and just put them like in the front, front passenger seat or just under the seats where you can just blast the hot air onto them. They'll feel pretty nice. Caitlin, do you have any other methods? I think that's my typical one if i'm intentionally heating up my shoes i think that's a good one or if you're getting real fun really and crazy ambitious. yeah you can hold your shoes up to each of your vents and blast that heat so yeah, it'll make your car smell super good so yeah it's really great you know it's a good uh, shoe scented yep. love it you love to see it all right let's <laughs> move on to the next one and this comes from seth Seth recommends putting your hands on your neck while on the climb if your mm -hmm. fingers are numbing out. And he also recommends bringing a sleeping bag with you to stay warm between burns. I have never personally done this, but... Seems pretty genius. Yeah. I don't know why I've never done this before, actually. Yeah. <laughs> pretty good idea. Also, the putting your hands on your neck between birds is a really good idea like if especially if you can have like more of a turtlenecky shirt i have like yeah. these turtlenecks that i really like for climbing and i will certainly um especially on cold sport climbs where i'm like at a rest and shaking out but also numbing out at the same time i will uh slip my hands behind my neck to i've warm. never done that yeah i feel like it cools me down oh but mm. maybe Maybe it's Some worth revisiting. Some rest you're really camped out. So well, to be fair, I'm not cold weather sport climbing. <laughs> Caitlin's like, I'm not doing that. So, so I'm that. I'm on the ground with my buddy heater and my buddies who own them. Rock <laughs> on! You love to see it. Perfect. You want to finish us out with the outdoor section? Okay, so finishing out our outdoor section comes a recommendation that I think is so great from Matt Irwin. So Matt notes that we should utilize the sun and work projects that are in the sun in the winter and in the shade in the summer. And this is so Love smart um, because, yeah, certain days, obviously, like there are certain winter days that are pretty cold, but if you're in the sun, it's all right. And if you're in the shade, it's miserable. And I think one thing athletes, especially ones that are newer to outdoor climbing and haven't made critical sunshade errors like I certainly have <laughs> um, might miss out on this but I think it's a really good plan you know so if you're planning out your year or maybe project shopping or something like that think about when you're actually going to be trying to send and if the shade situation aligns with the season that you're going to be trying to send whatever the climb is so things and to keep in mind look into your climbing books you know check out different areas a lot of them have that little like icon now for sun and shade mm -hmm. and then i feel like i've seen this at least some of this beta on mountain project occasionally yeah too. definitely so it's worth worth, worth investigating yes, for absolutely sure. all right let's move on to our garage training section which is relevant because caitlin and i have certainly been chilly garage training so yes. our first tip comes from jacob and jacob recommends doing something 
absurd despicable (laughs) (laughs) yes uh desperate times desperate measures i understand it but i don't know that i (laughs) would do it anyway jacob suggests doing burpees in a warm house to get warm i mean i'm not knocking it i'm not saying that that's not you're gonna get real warm but i will also simultaneously get really grumpy yeah (laughs) i think i think it's a great method to be honest but i also think uh that there's other warm-up exercises (laughs) that i just like more (laughs) but it's a very it's a very good idea and i love that um speaking of getting warmed up for garage bouldering i'm gonna insert my own tip here that i have come to realize as i have cold garage trained with you over the last month I think something to keep in mind if you're used to being able to get warmed up in like 15, 20 minutes and be ready to pull hard in a climbing gym, remember that if your muscles are cold, it will take longer. So for me, it's been taking, I feel like an hour to fully get warmed up and ready to try hard. It's just like the session has to take longer because I need more time to get warm. And that's just what it is. So yeah, Caitlin, how long do you feel like it takes you to get warmed up and ready to go hard on the garage wall? <laughs> I, if I'm being honest, I think it probably takes me, well, I'll back up. I feel like I've very rarely climbed on the wall long enough because I'm so frustrated with how long it's oh, taking me yeah. to get warm. Like, I've missed your long sessions because I've been at pottery class or something. (laughs) But, like, they're going ham, like, three to four hours in. And I feel like I hit the one-hour mark, and I'm just barely starting to get warm. And I'm like, I'm done. Yeah, I mean, there was that one session where we were having a very bad time. And, I, you Mm -hmm. know, it's like this hump. And now that I've learned that this is how it works, it's fine. But it's, like, it's taking me so much longer to get warmed up than normal that I'm just assuming, like, oh, it's just one of those climbing days that are especially trash for whatever reason but no no, it's just taking a weird amount of time to get warmed up and that's just kind of what it is and then once you get over that hump everything's like normal but it's very strange love it well i would love to hear some of our favorite responses oh yes okay i'm gonna start with uh this is this is my favorite response (laughs) from adam (laughs) by far this is this was so funny i cackled when i saw it so we asked the question, what are your favorite tips for cold weather climbing and training? And Adam Newsom said, don't, period. <laughs> Done. Incredible. And Love it. even though it sounds like this is just sarcasm and yada yada, it truly is good advice because some days are so cold that you're just like, there's been days that I go out and I'm like, this is too cold. I can't stop numbing out. I should have just been in the gym and I put in all this effort to go climb outside and it was exhausting and no climbing happened or very little climbing happened and it was miserable. Like everyone has a point where it's just too miserable to be worth it and it's okay to be like, I'm going to spend my time differently today than going outside and having a bad time. So I really, I really loved um, Adam's response. I resonate. (laughs) Um, Steve, in a similar vein, had an excellent response that we wanted to mention honorably. (laughs) Um, Caitlin, if you'd like to share that. (laughs) I would love to share this one because I am cackling. So Steve suggests disassembling the climbing wall and rebuilding it in a heated area. Love it. (laughs) Love it. Great suggestion. Thanks, Steve. (laughs) This is like like when people of a certain generation go, just buy a house. (laughs) (laughs) Big yikes. (laughs) Why can't you just buy one? Jeez, I don't know, Karen. I'm not sure. Because everything's bad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Amazing. Well, 
let me see. Um, so the last the last thing I want to do here is my own coach Blake sent us some some sage wisdom. So I'm gonna go ahead and play this for you. Hand flap. It's what I do before I uh, leave the ground on like a hard sport route. It hurts like hell, but it uh, gets the blood flowing in your hands, and I rarely numb out when I do that. So you can't see this video, but Blake, I wish you could. <laughs> I wish you could. <laughs> Blake Blake is the self-professed king of miserable cold weather climbing. He also I've seen Blake loves storms and a shit ton of wind. Like it'll oh be so God. windy that my face is like melting sideways, and Blake's like, these are perfect conditions. Oh my god! <laughs> he's like he's just like on a slab about to get blown off the wall and his wife Aaron's like Blake's having the best time right now and I'm like whenever there's stormy conditions I'm like be Blake Blake loves this so anyways Blake's extreme and what he does is his so with his palms facing him he like slaps his hands back and forth and apparently it warms up your hands but when your hands are cold I can see how this would hurt hurt like hell so that that is what Blake does um excellent stuff blake had another couple good uh good pieces of advice for us so blake also told me to told me this he said jet boil to make hot rocks for really cold climbing just don't sit on your rock and burn a hole in your pants like i have done <laughs> wait so he's boiling times. rock like rocks yeah like little pebbles oh my god yeah i saw i actually saw someone at the red river gorge doing this and this was this was pretty smart. Huh. Um, yeah, I think that's a good one. Or they would like heat up some rocks and then like put those in their chalk bags as well. Wow. So, yeah, that's a good one. But yeah, to Blake's point, don't sit on them <laughs> and burn holes yeah, big in facts. your pants. So that's that's the Blake cameo event of this episode. Um, thank you, Blake, for sharing your wisdom with us. We appreciate Many it. Thanks. And I'm definitely going to try slapping my hands back and forth like that to prevent numbing out because... I hate numbing out so much. It's, it's really a tragedy. It's awful. There's nothing worse than being pumped out of your mind and not being able to feel what's happening yeah, in your fingers going, and toes. Wow, my hand's touching that. But like, I, I can see it's it. touching it, but feeling that it's touching it. <laughs> or trying to like get your fingers to work when you're clipping if your oh hands are like numb. You're just like lobster claw. Like I'm making a weird motion with my hands right <laughs> now. But um, yeah, yeah, for real. It's wild. So... So there you have it. Um, well, I think we can we can go ahead and wrap it up there. Thank you again to everyone who submitted information and responses. And let's see, Caitlin, anything else you want to tell people before we close this thing out? Well, if you like listening to us and you want it to keep going, <laughs> we have a Patreon. And... That is how we can continue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you, so you can go ahead and support us on Patreon. Or if you are looking for other ways to support us, you can always like, subscribe, share our podcast with your friends. And if you could leave us a review, it really helps us either on Spotify or Apple or whatever, what have you. But just make it, make the internet know that you like it and it helps us a lot. So it, bumps us up in the in the things it lets people know the stuff we're yeah. told so make sure to do that we yeah. really appreciate it and links and to our patreon are in the show notes absolutely as well. and 
If you learn some really helpful tidbits that work well for you, spread them. Share them. them Share the tips. With the world. With the people. That's what we're here for. Yep. So thank you. Thank you again for those of you that submitted tips. That was fabulous. Um, And until next time, keep keep it average. average.